Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Loretta McNary Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome, Anne, to Loretta McNary Live. We're so excited about today's show. And, yes, you will, too, because I was gifted a book by this amazing, amazing man who wears so many hats, and every hat he wears, he does with excellence. And I have never forgotten the book. I I love the book. I was looking for it, but I have a ton of books I haven't found yet, but we're still looking and there are so many wonderful things that I wanted to quote from the book because he goes back and he talks about the beginning of time, basically, when Christians really, really were in control of what movies were shown, what plays were produced, and the effect on the communities were just so amazingly positive. And now you see what we have today because that kind of shifted some. So I'm hoping and praying, and I believe with his commission that he has that we will get back to what a lot of people like to say, the good old days when there was not so much violence or sexual content on the TV and and movies because I do believe that we become a product of um, what we see and hear visually and auditorially. So we're waiting on uh, Mr. Bayer to call in and let me, while we're waiting on him, let me go ahead and tell you some things about him. When I say phenomenal, I truly, truly mean phenomenal. And after his interview, if you will stay with me, because I have some amazing announcements to make that I'm so happy to share, and hopefully you will be happy too, and at the very least, you will be inspired to start your own dream. Station of those dreams will, you know, you have to, give it a little push sometimes to make it happen. And so we want to make sure that I share as much with you as I can. But Ted there is so amazing. And I love this quote, and I'm not sure who said it, but they said, may the image makers of tomorrow be the students of Ted there. And I've told you so much about him already, just that he's, he's so phenomenal. He is the founder and publisher of Movie Guide. I'm sure we've all heard, you've all heard about Movie Guide. And I think he did that like in 1975 or it's been going on so long. He's done so much. He's also the chairman of the Christian Television and Film Commission. And I believe he's on the line for everybody. I'll tell you more about him. Stay with us. He has about 15 minutes with us. After that, I'll tell you more about him. And I'll make my exciting um, breaking news and Everybody, welcome to Loretta McNary Live, the fabulous 
infamous, amazing, phenomenal Tandir. Hi there. How are you? I'm awesome and improving. How are you? <laughs> Good. You sound bright and cheery at a early hour of the morning here on the left coast. So we're great to talk to you. <laughs> I know, because I'm two hours ahead of you, so I know it's still quite early there, so I certainly appreciate you making this sacrifice of time to spend with us today. And, yeah, I'm always like this. God is so good to Loretta. I, oh, my goodness, if we ever had a conversation, I would share with you, and you would, too, say, okay, I can understand why she's so giddy all the time. But I want to talk about you. <laughs> Prior to you coming on, I was telling everybody about how I feel about you and why I feel what I feel about you and all your many hats that you wear and that you wear them all in excellence and how I believe your commission, your purpose in life will definitely change us back to how we originally started when Christians were definitely in control of television and movies and what people saw and heard. So just wanted to kind of talk about that, how you guys started because I want people to go to your website, first of all, because you will see everything there. Ted, there, B, as in Bob, A, E, H, as in Henry, R, dot com, and you can see his amazing. And you go to movieguide.org and uh, help your families to choose the good and reject the bad. So, yeah, the way I started is that I grew up in the entertainment industry. I'm going to tell you two different stories. Uh, okay. First, the story of, you know, I grew up in the entertainment industry. I grew up as a pagan. Uh, I went to a lot of uh, universities, including Dartmouth and uh, Cambridge and University of Bordeaux and Toulouse. And I came out and went to NYU Law School after a lot of other places. And when I graduated from there, one of the uh, my stepbrother's supplier was named, <laughs> named Peter Fonda. We're not going to go any deeper into that. And uh, he asked me to help fund put the legal work together for five feature films, and I did, and then I found out that they didn't have any uh, money for them, so I helped raise the money for them, and uh, eventually um, uh, some a wonderful person gave me a Bible and said, why don't you read it and tell me why you don't like it? So I started reading the New Testament, the short part, and God got a hold of my heart, and I started stopping by a little church uh, on Fifth Avenue in New York and uh, praying. And he said, why don't you come on Sunday, the associate pastor, Rick Cosnati, And I said, well, what do you do on Sunday? So, you know, we need to remember that, according to Barna, uh, only 8% of the people have been asked if they want to go to church and have gone to church with a Christian. So at least we can ask them to church. So I, I said, what time do you do all this? And he said, 9 a.m. I said, nobody in the entertainment industry gets up at 9 a.m. in the morning. But uh, he he convinced me to come, and I loved it, and I went to cemetery in New York, or seminary, excuse me, and was elected head of the organization that did The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe on CBS television. And we got that on the air, and we won an Emmy Award, and we had 37 million viewers. And then we said, you know, that there's only one movie the year we started Movie Guide that had positive Christian content. So we we developed a strategy to help Hollywood understand that they could make more money by doing good. So we've seen them go from one movie with positive Christian content to 66%. We've seen them go from uh, six family films, four of them were very mediocre and low budget, uh, to a family film almost every other week. And we've seen them go from 82% R-rated films to 30% R-rated films. And there were no R-rated films in the top 10 grossing films last year or the top 10 grossing films internationally last year. So they've sunk to the bottom of the barrel and they're doing badly. So the good news, and then we help parents teach their kids how to make wise decisions. Now, that I told you I'd tell you one side of the story. You want me to take a breath and then I'll tell you the story of Hollywood? Or, or would you like me to just continue? 
I want I, I want to kind of I want you to take a breath because I want to emphasize what you just said to make sure I heard it correctly. And if I did, it is definitely worthy of repeating so many times. You said last year there were no top ten rated R movies, or there were a few. No, no rated R movies in the top ten grossing box office. Uh, last year, in uh, either nationally or internationally. Of course, internationally, it's very clear because you've got uh, two-thirds of the world that won't even let R-rated movies in, the Chinese, the Indians, and uh, and the Muslims, who have their own problems. But uh, whatever their problems are, they're very concerned about protecting their children. So the only place that R-rated movies may do well is in Denmark, but I'm not sure about that anymore. Awesome. Awesome. Needed to hear it because I didn't know that. So I'm, I'm like really cheesing now. I'm really giddy. Okay. Well, so the, the way the we, the way we, the way we influence Hollywood is we show, we do this detailed economic analysis of the box office. So we show what makes money and what doesn't make money. And if you look at this year's movies, the movies that made a tremendous amount of profit were movies like God's Not Dead, Son of God, uh, Heaven Is For Real. The movies that bombed at the box office were Johnny Depp's Transcendence and you know other movies that just didn't didn't carry their own weight and didn't carry the box office and now everybody's bemoaning a slow summer and the reason there's a slow summer is because there are no big family animated films coming out it's been a very a dearth of movies that reach families and it's better to sell four tickets to a family but every year we publish this detailed economic analysis we do a big gala in hollywood which of course loretta you're invited to come and join us and be on the red carpet and do the press line and all that good stuff and then we get all these Hollywood executives and top people. We give away um, thousands and thousands of dollars of prizes. And then we give them this detailed economic analysis of the box office. We do not pay for the prizes. They come from foundations that uh, want to sponsor prizes for movies with Christian content, for scripts with Christian content, for television with Christian content. And we see a lot of people in Hollywood, even people who are not uh, Christian, competing for these prizes. <laughs> That's so awesome. Okay, I'm going to slow you down again, let you breathe while I talk for a second. Um, I want to share something with you that is going to be, that is just, is the irony of it. You know, I did my research on you, and when I first got the book, um, one of your books was gifted to me, I was telling the audience about that prior to you coming on, and I just consumed the book because there was so much information, um, like when Christians really ruled who, who what was going to be, what our families were going to see, what they were going to hear, and it had to go through this um, group of Christians way back to, like, well, before, way before either of us were ever thought of. I love how your book talks about that. And so secondly, I know that you do this amazing gala every year. And the fact, and I said, like, I want to be there, I want to be there. And you just invited me. So I'm feeling really, I'm, like, sitting on top of the world kicking my feet right now. Well, I'm inviting you to be on the red carpet so that on you can make carpet, a difference. Right. That's what I do. I love interviews you know, on the red carpet. Yeah. Interview people and stuff like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, the the movie industry started in the 1890s, as we all know, and Thomas Edison tried to give the rights to the motion picture projector and camera that he invented. Also, the Lumiere were inventing their own version over in France at the same time uh, to his local Presbyterian church, and the church didn't want it. And I guess the Lumieres and the Pathiers were trying to show their films at Notre Dame, and they showed one, and the Cardinal didn't want it. So what's interesting to me was, one, 
you had these people who were the inventors of the motion picture industry who were concerned about giving their, their equipment and stuff to the church, it's sort of like Gutenberg printing a Bible. They were trying to do good. And for the first 15 years of the movie industry from 1897 when the first Passion played, 1898, there were three Christian movies made. Now remember, these were silent films and they were short films because the uh, long film form had not come out yet. And uh, then up until 1914, uh, over 50% of the movies were shown in churches. There were morality plays like The Perils of Pauline. There were there were short stories, but they were always good. And a lot of them were passion plays, a lot of them Christian. And then in 1914, uh, the uh, theater business, the rag merchants, the people who ran the theaters, said you can't show them in churches because if you do we won't show them in our theaters so Hollywood had to make a choice and they made a choice to go for the theaters and movie got very debauched in the 20s so that by the 1929 there was a lot of violence there was one movie uh, Babyface where a father is prostituting his young girl and all of this stuff it was pretty pretty bad and salacious not as bad as it is today because there weren't all the special effects and you couldn't see all the blood. You know, it was it was a much lower budget. But then three churchmen came in, Joseph Breen, Martin Quigley, Daniel Day-Lord, and they uh, really said to Hollywood, how many empty seats do you want in the theater? They didn't have any powers of censorship. That's the government that can tell you not to yell uh, bomb in, a, uh, in an airport. It's not uh, these churchmen. All they could do is say, how can you increase your box office? Do you want your grandmother to come? Do you want your kids to come? And they cleaned up Hollywood by helping them to see that they could make more money by selling four tickets to a family than one ticket to somebody who who just wanted to see salacious material. And so from 1933 to 1966, 100% of the movies could be seen by anybody of any age without worrying about whether they were going to go off the deep end. And then in 66, the last church film office, the Protestant film office, shut down. And within three years, you went from 100% general audience movies that anybody could see to 82% restricted with sex and violence. You went from the greatest story ever told about Jesus to the first sex and Satanism film. You went from The Sound of Music to the first X-rated film about uh, homosexuality, as a matter of fact. And you uh, you you got to a nadir, a low point, uh, by 1978, and we came in in 1980-82, and uh, came in with the movie guide in 85, and at that point there was one movie, Trip to Bountiful, with positive Christian content, and most of the movies were R-rated, so we've seen a tremendous turnaround, and it just goes to show that evil will triumph when good men do nothing, but when God calls you to jump into the arena and say, stop in the name of Christ and do something for him, you know, God makes a way. So that's uh, I'm proud of you for what you're doing, and you know we're grateful to God for honoring what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and, and I could say the same for you. I, I'm just so inspired by your story and how you did not waver with your faith and what you wanted to do with movies and TVs. And the fight is real, and you know we're seeing more and more great movies. Heaven is for real. You know we're seeing so many amazing movies and I thank you because you're a big part of that you play a big part of that thanks for what you do I know your time we have 15 and I always honor that I always honor time commitments but I do hope you will come on again give us another 15 and update us on what on things that are going on in the Christian film and TV so Mr. Ted our hat's off to you we thank you for what you do in an excellent way excellent excellent and we look forward to hearing more about it 
and also Good. helping you spread the word about what you're doing. Thank you, Loretta. Go to movieguide.org. But come and visit us. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Dan there. Everybody, again, he had 15 minutes. We honor that. But those 15 minutes were so power-filled. He is so amazing. He got a chance to say and just leave you wanting more. I have researched him. We have did so much research on him, and there's so much to uncover. We couldn't share everything with you guys, but please go to movieguide.org. Dot org and also through his own his his website tabear.com and let me tell you go to the movie guide and you'll see that it was founded in 1985 and how much work has been done since then and so I know you said well I can't do anything but this is one person with a dream and he got to talking to other people and he has really truly made an everlasting impact on the types of TV shows, t- uh, movies that families watch with the movie guide, you can go and check it all out. You can see what movies are about. You can see the ones he's already reviewed and what his, um, how he does what he does and why he does what he does. And so I just want to encourage you by his story, get involved. You can make a difference. You truly can make a difference. And whatever you do, do it with excellence and with passion and depth and don't quit. You know, it's going to be tough sometimes. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But I just want you to stay in the game. Stay in the game. Okay, here's one big announcement I wanted to make. Drum roll. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, I made a decree. Well, you everybody doesn't know, but I made a decree and a declaration on Facebook like a month ago, and I decreed and declared that this year my show will be in an additional Five markets, not cities or states, but markets, because markets are what you choose for when you are um, pursuing national syndication for your TV talk show. So starting Saturday morning, July 12th at 5 a.m., the Loretta McNary TV show can be seen and watched and enjoyed in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That gives us an additional, like, 6.8 million more households that our show can be seen in. Is that not cool? <laughs> I'm, like, so excited about that. So, you know, I know it's going to happen. That's why I waited into all my, you know, I can make announcements because, you know, we're working on so many things. We're talking about the markets and working it out. But I don't really put it publicly out until everything is signed on the dotted line, shows are in place. Things are happening so that it will air on that particular time. So I wanted to share that as a huge announcement. I will be celebrating Friday night somewhere about being in the fifth largest market in the United States of America with my show. And I'm sharing that because I want you to know that if you don't quit, it's been seven years. It has been seven long, hard, amazing, challenging, beautiful growing years, but I wouldn't change or trade anything from my journey. Um, I do it all again the same. Do I have any regrets? Not necessarily regrets, but there are some things that I feel like now that I know more, I would have done differently, but I didn't know it, so I couldn't have. <laughs> so, And then it would probably would have shortchanged who I've become and how my show has evolved. So, yeah, Loretta McNary's show, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, so all my Dallas friends, Check it out. Tell your friends and family to check it out. 5 a.m. on Channel um, 21. Yeah. KVTV? KTVT? Yeah. You can find it. It is a CBS-owned um, station in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. 
And, of course, I'll be posting more on social media about that. We have some more major announcements coming up. But, again, until everything, the signed contracts, I've dotted, T's crossed, shows in hand, <laughs> will I make those announcements? So the other markets were um, San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, and I believe St. Louis. I have to look at it again. So by the end of 2014, we will add those other markets, and that will be so huge. Cause, whew, oh, my goodness. And in New York in 2015, that's the number one market in the nation. New York is number one. L.A. is number two. And strangely, well, I won't say strangely, but a lot of people think, well, why is Philadelphia number three? It is. It's like number three and number four. So, Loving all this. I'm loving all this. Again, like I always say in closing my show, whether it's TV or radio, think positive. you got to think positive, and you have to speak positively. You cannot play around with this stuff. You have to speak what you want to see. So think, think positive. Dream big dreams, dreams that are so big that you know that if God does not help you, it will not happen. And thirdly, Help someone along the way. You have to help other people reach their goals, live their dreams, and that helps you too. So those are three things I want to leave with you as always. Think positive, dream big dreams, help someone along the way, and we'll see you on the radio very, very soon, everybody. And I want to encourage you to go to facebook.com backslash Loretta McNary Show. Like our page. We We want to get our numbers up. So, and we want you to help us get those numbers up, and we know you can. <laughs> so that's facebook.com backslash Loretta McNary Show. Find us on Twitter at Loretta McNary, and we're on LinkedIn, and we're doing really, really awesome there. So just want to say thank you, everybody, so much for listening to Loretta McNary Live. We're out, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.